the PCAM podcast, recorded at Wave Studios, a sound design and mixing facility with a worldwide reputation for audio excellence. Hi there, welcome to another PCAM podcast. This time we're going to talk about gear and technology. Um, I've got Simon, Chris and Sally here with me, um, who are more sort of gear-friendly PCAM committee members, uh, including myself, Blair, as well. So, um, just to start us off, um, what do you guys think that you need gear-wise, the kind of the basics for, for getting into the industry and what's a sort of essential piece of equipment? A Obvious- computer. Obviously a computer, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's about it these days, isn't it? Yeah. Unfortunately really? it is. <laughs> computer, copy of GarageBand, go. Mm. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, let's pull back from that. No, slightly. no, I'm joking. I'm yeah, joking. I know, of course, I know of course. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing and, uh, you know, it's a whole other debate. But, but of course, you know... Um, a long time ago, you, there was a huge barrier to entry, which, mm. which, which the cost and size of equipment, you know, effectively was there. And, and that, that barrier to entry really, to a large extent, no longer exists. And that is, you know, in many ways a good thing. I mean, years ago, there was a fantastic, uh, fantastic poster, which I remember seeing on the side of the bus, and it was advertising the early days of broadband. It wasn't even broadband, but it was Busby. Remember the big yeah, yeah. had Busby the bird? And the slogan was, geography is history. Right. And at the time it really wasn't <laughs> but now it kind of really is yeah. so um you know i can be abroad i mean I, you know I, I i was at the Cannes film festival a few years ago and i was on a panel and somebody was asking about portability and i had to rush straight from the airport and i had my studio because i had to do a short film whilst i was there right and i had it in my carry-on and i had Brilliant. microphones and i had you know everything there to do the gig in a small carry-on and it's it's half that size now again yeah yeah. Really, to be honest. Yeah. So having a computer, having a, a keyboard linked up to it usually, because most people play piano um, when they're composing. Um, I said that, actually, I managed to write a three-minute piece of music for a film pitch um, on just a laptop without a keyboard. Yeah. Um, and it, and, it, and I didn't get it, but right. it, is this is this is this, <laughs> this where you're on, you on a holiday? Yeah, you talk, I think yeah, it, yeah. And it, it yeah. sounded all right. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. it's, it's just amazing. Very, very fiddly, isn't it? Yeah, it was very fiddly. Sort of an inbuilt thing, and I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, getting a bit more geeky, are you guys Logic users or Pro Tools or, or old school pen and paper? Logic, 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 Logic. You as well, yeah. Simon. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Logic man yeah. as well. Oh, I find it. Yeah. Uh, interesting enough, I met someone, one of our writers. In fact, he said discussing the other day, and he actually thinks that that the PC programs, which I, I can't even remember what it's called, that's yeah, how Mac-driven I am. But he actually thinks it's, in a way, that log, the Logic program kind of funnels your creativity, offers you right. so much, so easily, yeah. that you kind of you just use, so you know, unwittingly use presets. Very, there there very, are certainly some great plugins you know, yeah. that come with Logic, including some of the synths and things like that. Yeah, but yeah. having said that, the danger is, as we were just saying, that, you know, you do, you can't, you, you can't, have a cookie cutter sound and mm. the truth is that when we're all kind of using the same sound palettes to a large extent it's important to find a way to try and personalize what you do i mean i'm a guitarist first and foremost and and, and i think increasingly one of the things that you know i I've, i'm sure we all do as well but I, I write library music production music and 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 i become increasingly cognizant of the idea that 
if there are things that I can do that not everybody can do, I need to make sure I can do them. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if all I'm doing is sitting there programming something, what's to differentiate me, really? Okay, there's an aesthetic or whatever it may be. But if I can play an instrument reasonably well, then I should. Yeah. You know, and having live instruments on something actually sorts the men from the boys or girls as the case may be (laughs) but um but i think i think that that's something really to be said because at the end of the day if if what you're doing i mean it's interesting i I sent some stuff to a friend of mine that i've been working on and uh, it was library stuff and he came back and he said really like it it's not me too music and i think there's an awful lot of me too you know i do that we've all got the same sounds and i think it's absolutely imperative that people find a way to differentiate their voice from those of the people that they're pitching against and that's so often about playing things or hitting things isn't it really to try and create some sort of slightly more interesting vibe it's about looking at uh, maybe a room you might have an upright piano at home which is kind of out of tune but the 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 sitting room you play it in has got a fantastic um kind of atmosphere and I think he's looking around for tricks like that, which really give your music some sort of flavour and yeah. character. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said for experimentation with uh, live instruments. I mean, I can't tell you how many shakers we've made out of different bits of stuff mm. in the house. Yeah. Like various houses, various rooms in the houses. And I think it, it engages you more as a composer. It just it makes it more fun. Like I often write with my co-founder, Nick Rundle, and we... The stuff that we write, just playing instruments, even if you know it's a ukulele and someone's holding a bag of beans, that's a, a lot more inspiring. Some of the tracks were ukulele and yeah. bag of beans. <laughs> but that, there you go, advertising music in a nutshell. But there, but that's it. I mean, you know, good music to picture is all about character. It's about you know, you, particularly in advertising, you have maybe five seconds to captivate people and if you come up with with an interesting sound uh, or, a, or a familiar instrument but recorded in a different way or a different effect on it or you know it could be it can be the most simplest things that really sort of that appeal um, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we've all got anecdotes, but the one that sprung to my mind was a was an effect that I wanted of a sort of a whoosh flyby, which I ended up. It could have been the most expensive sound effect ever because I ended up with a squash racket whooshing past a U87 microphone, sort of like <laughs> millimeters away, to create this thing. It's like, oh yeah, right, another half an inch, and that's going to cost me fifteen hundred quid. Yeah. But I think that you know, I think that. It's really important, and when you say just a computer and a keyboard, I mean a sound card and decent microphones and live instruments are an essential oh, yeah. part yeah, of the yeah. thing, you know. And 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 I think if you are just a software person, you're making it very hard for yourself to really create a sound which is you. I'm not impossible, but you know, I mean, there's 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 there's, there's software packages which we all know, like like um, uh, what's the syn- synthesia? Is it or um, uh, the the big symphonic? Um, oh, um, symphobia. Symphobia. Yeah, symphobia. It, you know, yeah. it's 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 it's. It's a, it's a film very, score it's in a, a very, box. It's a very recognisable. Very sound, recognisable, and you know, every now and then, you know, you hear things and you think, "My God, you've heard that sample on a thousand oh, bloody yeah, things," and it's yeah. just like, "Come on, guys, you know, get to the, pro-. you know." Yeah. I mean, and and I think that that it, it's just essential that you find your voice. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a big fan of of imperfection, which I think sort of leads on to that. Like the problem with these sampled instruments is that they are perfect, but I mean, like Simon was saying about the sort of the honky tonk piano in your front room, like it might not be, you know, the Steinway recorded and, you know, or midiable. Yeah. Yeah, it might not be midiable, but um it's going to give you a much more sort of 
a sound full of character really and you're going to get that from the imperfections so if it is something like you know a ruler being sort of smashed off a desk or something you're going to get a unique sound which might not but you're going to get something which is far more unique and if you layer that up you can find a much more interesting sound than just going for something out of the box um but having said that obviously it's a great place to start play around with what's in there but yeah get some mics get some instruments and just start experimenting and there's definitely something to be said for small uh software developers that make really really interesting specific plugins mm-hmm. like uh, I, my favorite reverb which is Valhalla reverb like there's it's just this guy who's just an expert at reverbs Geek. and they're absolutely really? amazing and they're really down. cheap yeah me too you just right, no, it. Yeah, we've all got it now <laughs> yeah. Valhalla everyone's I'm, everyone's got it now <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing it they're it. really <laughs> cheap it's he just sends you the link really? they're mate they're amazing they're great and just wow. things like that I mean I don't I, I don't nick my uh, co the co-founder yeah, <laughs> he's right. the proper geek and he finds out everything about all this stuff mm. and i don't have to do anything it, i just like it i think uh, i can't remember who said it but but it's true that that um you know i mean <laughs> that that software leads you tends to want you to work in a certain way mm. and i remember a friend of mine who's a, a special effects director of movie sort of animation guy coming to my studio and looking at my program and saying that you know very often he's he's directing special effects sequences with lots of young programmers working with software and he finds his job to stop them going in the direction that the software that they're using wants to take them and I think I think that's very important and what you're saying about the imperfection I spend a hell of a lot of time and I'm sure we actually all do trying to make it sound like you know it's not just me in a room with a machine I mean yeah. it's got to sound like it's real, proper, live, breathing, yeah. organic. You need that physicality, don't mm. physicality yeah. that physicality yeah. that things are going on. And I'd know? say also and of something that really works well for me, better than um, it, always looking at the picture when I'm writing, like and writing to it, and for, sometimes, often forgetting the click. Like we all have the click and a need for the right tempo, and yeah. but I, I find especially well certain kinds of things really lend to it, but just playing mm. to the well, improvising, yeah, uh, yeah, or yeah. playing the thing that you've written whilst looking at it yeah. is it you it really really helps uh, personalize and give you, you a good arc. Yeah. It gives you a, the right arc, and it's a bit fiddly, you know, if it mm. comes to editing. But then actually, I'll just say just, no, this can't be edited. Sorry, it's or all just live. Play it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but you know, there are there are implications, but I definitely think that it's worth it. But I mean, Don't you started stuck. talking about you know garage band mm. and i know it was a joke yeah but the truth is you know one of the things also that that <laughs> you know i've said to people in the past and, and you know sometimes you get i'm sure we've all had them sort of demo submissions from young people who want to get into the business and yeah. and and they're writing what they think of as advertising music and it's bloody horrible and 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 i remember saying to one one kid you know i said you know can you imagine if you succeed with this bunch of music that is your ill-conceived idea of what advertising music is spending the rest of your life churning that rubbish out that, that's a really good point actually I've, i asked a, a, a couple of friends about a couple who have been writing songs for years they're a fantastic singer songwriter team and i asked them to do a couple of demos and they and they and the, the, the demos were were awful were absolutely dreadful like really cheap and nasty and i said you know why would you produce that? You produce so many good things. And they said, well, because we thought that's what advertising music sounds like. <laughs> and that's oh, really man. one thing to be aware of is that mm. l- while a lot of advertising music ends up being 
maybe awful uh, actually compromised compromised yeah. <laughs> well, it nice. may it may have started out in a re- it often starts out in a really good place and because of the process of clients and and creators going or whatever getting involved it can be dismantled and ruined so um be original i think try and be find your i think that's that's, that's a perfect thing find yeah. your voice don't write music that should never exist that's yeah. what yeah, we call yeah, yeah. it and try that and, music should never exist yeah try and write write music that you want to write as well you want, or you want to hear Simon said yeah because otherwise you will wake up five years later and people will ask you to do the same thing again and you are writing stuff that you don't want to write and that's yeah. that's not fun that's not why you got into the business in the first no. place and if it doesn't get picked and you've written something that you really like you don't care as much like I don't. No. I just no. think, well, that's your loss. I also, I also think, yeah, you know, it's something point. I say occasionally if I'm talking to young, you know, groups of kids doing things is that, you know, owning a piece of software no more makes you a composer than owning a biro makes you a novelist. Word. Oh. And good, and so good place know, to end. If you're a composer, that's your job. There's a good friend of ours, Richard Jakes, a very good composer, yes, who who, who yeah. makes a really interesting distinction. He said, "Are you a cook or are you a chef?" Nice. And I think, you know. We all want to be chefs, and we there's do. a lot of people in this business who are chefs. You can't afford to enter it if you're only a cook. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a great anecdote, and I think we'll end on that. There's a lot more stuff we could have got into. Perhaps we might come back and revisit um, sort of gear at a later date and go into the more sort of nitty-gritty, what's your favourite piece of gear type stuff. Um, but for the moment, that's all we've got time for, the more sort of a theory aspect of everything. Um, thanks for listening once again. Um, uh, a big wave to wave, wave as we always wave. do. Um, thank you for, for letting us record at their excellent facilities and check out more about PCAM at www.pcam.co.uk and as always, find us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn. We'll see you next time. See you. Bye. The Pecan 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 Pecan. Pecan.